I like doing a lot of different creative things, like making music, drawing, working on my business, recording podcasts, and writing. And if I had to pick one of those things that I could do for the rest of my life, I think writing would be it. It's really central to my creative process and my overall experience in life. Yet, there's an issue. I also kind of hate writing, meaning that I do whatever I can to avoid doing it. So I'm always thinking of how to get out of writing. And I've even thought about getting a tattoo that says anything to avoid writing. I just don't know where to put it. So this episode of Hyper Memoir is about avoiding doing the creative thing that you love doing. I can't imagine I'm the only one who has that experience. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm Chris Waldheims, and this is the Hyper Memoir Podcast, where we're talking about creativity, how to find creativity, how to build it, and most of all, how to share it with other people. So if you like this podcast, I'd actually ask if you could leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. That would be super cool. It helps to get the podcast to new people. Appreciate it. So when it comes time to write, I'll find myself doing a lot of other things. I'll go shopping for groceries. I'll check social media for the hundredth time, check my stats for the hundredth time, write a bunch of emails, uh, make food, Google obscure topics. You know the deal. I'm sure a lot of you out there have done the same thing, where when it comes time to do that creative thing, even that thing that you love, there's a whole list of other things that has to happen first. So you kind of get the point from all that. And all of those things must happen. They all must get done. But for me, what I've noticed, it's the nature of doing those things. And as I get closer to writing or as I'm approaching the time to sit down to write, I find that those things start to take priority. And they'll crowd out writing. There have been many days where I've set out to write or do something else creative and all those things get in the way. I let them. And I've talked about that um, in the second episode of this podcast where I talked about how making time to be creative is sometimes a fight, sometimes a struggle, sometimes something you have to push if you want to make it happen. In that episode, I talked about how you have to make time for creativity, that you don't just find it. And this is one example. This is an example of how there's something that you want to do or a creative goal that you have or a vision that you want to see come into reality. And instead of doing it, instead of doing the things that you know you need to do. So for me, if I want to write and I want to have books and I want to have content out there, I know that I need to sit down and write. I know that that's the path. There's no question about that. But the hardest part, of course, is to sit down and start typing. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I'll explain my reasoning and you see if any of those resonate with you. See if any of those sound familiar to you. So this podcast is talking about the fear of getting started and maybe even the fear of getting deep. Because for me, with writing, that's when I start to get deep. That's when I contend with limitations or stories or other things that I would rather not think about. So writing can take a lot. It takes a lot of energy. Talk about that. And if you're not a writer, if you hate writing, and I know some of you do, and that's cool, um, 
substitute in whatever else it is that you like doing. So if that's cooking or painting, whenever I say writing, just say painting. And if you can imagine what I'm going through, if you can at all relate, I'm sure you can apply it to whatever it is that you're into. So the question, of course, the initial question I would ask myself and I would urge you to ask yourself is why do I avoid writing? Why is it that if I say that I like writing so much, I'll do anything to avoid it? There's a few reasons for that. First of all, it's often a grind. And maybe this is unique to writing, but the blank page is the worst place in the world. Actually, I take that back. I can imagine for a painter or a sculptor or anybody else who's looking at a completely unformed space, whether that's a blank page, a block of stone, a blank canvas, it can be terrifying. It can be difficult unless you're coming in with an idea or a reason or something else. And even then, where do you start? How do you get moving? How do you gain that momentum? That can be really difficult. So that first step, as it is with so many things, is the hardest. And I know that for me, often when I begin writing, let's say I open a blank page, I've actually got myself to sit down, I've got myself to open up whatever program I'm writing in, I've got that all done. Now the first things I start to write, they're terrible. I find I'm writing on a caveman level or just repeating the same things over and over, or my brain is just foggy and the words don't seem to come together. This is one of those moments where I'm like, what the fuck? I thought this is something that I'm good at. I thought this is something I enjoy doing. And so you have these self-doubts. And so it's a grind sometimes to even get the momentum going. And I always have to remind myself that that part maybe lasts five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 even. But after that, it's usually clear sailing or at least somewhat clear sailing. Not always. I've had days where I've written for half an hour or an hour, and it never gets out of the grind phase. So that can happen. But that's rare. Usually, after a little bit of grinding, we get out of it. But that first part is no fun. So I tend to avoid it. Second of all, writing, for me, it forces me to contend with things that I would rather not contend with. At least for some of the type of writing that I do. So for me, that's a lot of personal writing. I've told you that I've written a memoir, a book about certain things that have happened in my life. Um, I write a lot of personal stuff in various places. And that puts you face to face with your feelings, with your experience, with often the things that you don't want to talk about or think about or write about, which is why I think for a lot of people, journaling is so powerful, because even if nobody else is going to read it, Even if you're not being judged on the clarity of your ideas or how you write or how witty you are or anything like that, even putting down the words, even putting into words what you're feeling forces you to confront things. And for me and a lot of you, that's difficult. And I would say maybe for every human being, that's difficult. There's a lot of stuff that we want to keep deep down that we don't want to look at. But sometimes it's in that darkness where we find the gold. And beyond the things that I'm writing about, beyond the subject of what I'm writing about, I'm also forced to contend with my own self-doubts about myself as a writer. Am I good enough? 
will what I'm writing be dumb? Will people care about it? All of these things that form a resistance, that form a countervailing force to what it is that I'm doing. So there's always that. And it's almost like the idea of resistance, the resistance that Stephen Pressfield talked about in the book, The War of Art, how maybe it's a need for safety or some sort of fear or something hardwired in the human psyche where it keeps you from moving forward on creative stuff. You're definitely, as a creative, breaking out of the status quo, even if just a little bit, and that can feel scary. So that's it. Also, writing can be challenging in terms of the things that I do. If I was to have a graph of my, let's say, energy expenditure, emotional expenditure, most of the time it's relatively low. There are stressful moments, of course. There might be a lot of stressful moments. But writing is something that takes a lot of energy. Writing well is challenging. It takes a lot. Again, if writing isn't your thing, maybe it's painting. All of these things take a lot of energy. They take a lot of emotional investment. It's like working out. I'm always glad that I worked out, but I'm almost never excited about the idea of actually going to the gym. Very rarely does it sound like a good idea, but I'm always glad I did. So same thing with writing. I know that I'm about to spend a lot of energy. So I think some part of me is like, hey, are you sure you want to? Don't you want to keep it for later? All that kind of stuff. And then this is the final thing. The final reason why I avoid writing. It's kind of weird, but I'll say it anyways, which is that things just might work out. It might turn out that what I write hits, that people like it, that everything goes according to plan and life changes, changes for the better. And that's where you get into internal doubts like, do I deserve it? Can I handle it? All that kind of stuff. What's life going to be like? It's unfamiliar. It's easier for things to stay the same. And so if there's something that's going to upset the status quo, even in a good way, that can be kind of scary. So those are the reasons why I tend to uh, uh, avoid writing. Like I said, it's a grind. I have to contend with things I would rather not. It's really challenging energy-wise, and it just might work out. Those are the reasons. So if all that is true, why do I like writing? Why do I bother do it? Why bother doing any creative act at all? Because as I said, a lot of those reasons can apply to almost any creative endeavor. So why bother? Why not just not do it and forget about it? For me, when I write, things start to fall into place. Things start to make sense. I don't know if it's the nature of the art itself that I'm able to see things in a sort of linear fashion or that I'm able to order things or what have you. And when I talk about things, I might just be talking about things in life. I might be talking about things that have happened or a way that I feel. For me, keeping that all in my head or floating around inside my body isn't very helpful. I find it very hard to sort things out when I'm just thinking about it. And so even if I'm taking notes on an idea that I have, writing it down straightened things out for me. So I start to understand my thoughts better 
it actually clarifies things for me. And I think it's true for any art form. Same thing with drawing. I find that when I draw, I can be more creative. I feel like I'm able to see the bigger picture or think laterally the more that I do it. So it's exercise for the brain, in essence. Also, I feel accomplished. So for me, if I judge myself, and I'm not saying judge myself on a worthiness level, but just in terms of what I did during the day, if I spent a good amount of time writing, then I feel accomplished. I feel like I've moved towards my goal. I feel like I have done something to produce my vision and make it real. So that's important to me. And I also like writing because it's a great way to connect to other people. So to the extent that I share my writing with other people, I love seeing what people think about it. I love hearing people's thoughts, even if they don't agree with me. I love hearing from people who have read something that I've written and they'll share something with me, personal, not personal, but it makes a connection. So I like that. And I like that sometimes, once in a while, what I write has a positive impact on people. So that's also really cool. Writing is a way to not only be in the world and experience the world, but also have a small effect on the world. And we can say that for any kind of art form. Again, I'm going to come back to that point over and over, that no matter what your art form is, and we can even use that broadly to include things like business or being an electrician or whatever that is, whatever it is that you're called to do, that's going to be something that's good for you, that can make a positive impact on your own life and help make things make sense. But it can also do that for other people. You can transmit that for other people. So there we go. I'm recording this one, this episode here. It's interesting. I actually wrote down the notes in my car yesterday. Um, I was just sitting there parked and I started writing. So this is again, an example. So I wasn't planning to do this episode, but I started writing and I started going, started to get some momentum. And I wrote this almost as a reminder to myself. I started writing in the notes app and wanted to remind myself that the sooner that I get into writing every day, the sooner I start to get those benefits, the sooner I start to feel accomplished, the sooner things start to fall into place. So I was reminding myself yesterday after having a decent day because I wrote, I felt like I wrote enough. I had a pretty decent day. So I wanted to remind myself that that seems to be the key. So coming back to that, obviously reminders help. And I'll always remind myself of things that are important. But I also wanted to talk about ways that I can break out of it. And especially, um, this will be useful if you're a person like me who has a lot of competing priorities. I have a family. I have a business. I like to be creative. And those things can sometimes overlap or demand the same time, same money, same energy of me. So how do I break out of the trap of not writing when I know that this is a central pursuit of mine? This is something that actually gives a lot of meaning to my life. So here's how I do it. Here's what I do. There's other ways, but this is just my own personal approach. Maybe you have a different one. I break out of it um, with varying degrees of success. So let's, let's go into it. So one thing I do is I start writing earlier. The earlier that I write, the better. So I start to get those benefits early. It's sort of like going to the gym. I tend to go to the gym in the morning because I want to feel the benefits throughout the day. Same thing with meditation. I meditate in the morning because I want to feel the benefits throughout the day. So writing actually clears my head and 
often makes me better able to contribute to the other things that require my contribution, like my family or my business. If I'm able to write, I'm in a better headspace. And that's good for everybody. I also break out of it by scheduling time to write. This goes back to the second podcast where I talked about making time. Even if it's five minutes or 15 minutes or 10 minutes or two hours, whatever you have, schedule it on your calendar as if it's a meeting with yourself. So especially as things build up or a lot of things come into play that you have to do, having a scheduled time to write is going to be an amazing tool to make sure that you actually show up and showing up consistently is often where the gains are made. So let's just leave it there for now. Um, I also simplify the process. So I try to have a writing goal of some type. I don't always, sometimes I just write as I want, but there are times when I want to make progress on something. So like when I was um, writing my book, I had a goal for a period of having a thousand words a day. So it's a very clear, concise and concrete goal. And it's not write a thousand good words a day or write three pages of writing that my high school English teacher would approve of. It's write 1000 words. If it's the word the a thousand times, that would qualify. So what that's doing is taking out the judgment. So a little extra tip there. And then finally, I try to structure things for writing. So if I'm going to make time, if I'm going to make the space to write, I want to make sure that I make the space to write. So I try to take care of some things that are just going to distract me or create a space or create the mental space. And so for me, that's meditation and exercise that really helps me get into the right headspace for actually doing good writing. So yes, there's showing up for writing, but then also to do quality writing is something I try to do. So being in a good headspace for that. So structuring my life to support it. And this is something that takes a while. All of these things take a while. They're habits. You can build them. So that's what it is. So as I said in this episode, I love writing. Um, try to do it every day. But it's one of those things that I often avoid like the plague. So as I mentioned a moment ago, I'm recording this more as a note to self. But hopefully some of you out there get something out of this. And as I said, even if it's not writing, it could be painting, could be cooking, could be something else. So take from it what you like. And I'm Chris Valtimes. This is the Hyper Memoir Podcast. And if you like this, you'll like the newsletter. You can go on the show notes and subscribe to the newsletter. I give a little more detail sometimes. And that's where I actually write the newsletter, write out something about what I talked about today. So Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. Would love a rating and review. If you have a second, that would be super cool. See you next week.